Times reporter James Talmos, and welcome to the new RT podcast this week in Monroe County. On this show, we're going to talk about all the latest news and sports stories from the current week's edition of the Republic Times. We'll go into some detail on all the important stories, but for the full story, it'd be best if you picked up a copy of the paper or visited our website. Today is May 19th, 2021, and this week's episode covers the May 19th edition of the RT. We're going to start off by looking at the news stories from this week's paper, beginning with the latest on COVID. By basically every metric you can look at, the pandemic is at its least severe in Monroe County in around a year or more. The county recorded just three more COVID cases since May 12th, which puts the total cases at 4,390 since the pandemic began. There are only seven active cases and only one resident is hospitalized with the virus. And both of those numbers are again the lowest they have been in several months. Another metric that shows that we're doing pretty good here is the Illinois Department of Public Health reports that the county's seven-day rolling average test positivity rate, I know that's a mouthful, but that that rate was 0.5% as of May 15th. Monroe County Health Department Administrator John Wagner said, quote, it's definitely way, way, way down. That's a good thing, end quote. Part of the reason for this success is that the county remains among the tops in the state in terms of percent of its population that is fully vaccinated. There are 13,866 Monroe County residents who have gotten all their COVID shots. That's good for about 40.38% of the county. Moving on, Waterloo Listens, which is the online community that formed after organizing the peaceful protests in front of the Monroe County Courthouse last June after George Floyd's death in Minnesota, held its first in-person strategy meeting last Wednesday. At the meeting, the group discussed ways to begin making a difference in the community as a bona fide civic organization instead of just an organization that exists online. It formed six subcommittees to focus on the areas of coalition building, education, political accountability, media outreach, event planning, and business and community outreach. Shifting gears as Memorial Day approaches, we ran the first of several stories that we have planned to honor those who have served. This week's story focused on Marvin McMichael, a Columbia resident who served in the United States Army during the Vietnam War. McMichael served as a crew chief and door gunner on Army helicopters and saw action on a daily basis. His unit was nicknamed the Headhunters. For more on this story and to hear about McMichael's experience, again, go to our website or pick up a copy of the paper. Going back to Waterloo, residents of the subdivisions off Country Club Lane took center stage at Monday's Waterloo City Council meeting to ask the city to help improve the road to their subdivisions. Tim Holmes and Jordan Riley spoke on behalf of the city's residents but the area of Country Club Lane that they expressed concern about is actually maintained by Road District 2. It's not in city limits, it's actually within the county limits. The residents approached the county board earlier this month, and the county board told them to pursue a cooperative agreement between the city and county to address the road maintenance issues. Here's what Tim Holmes had to say about the condition of the road. The road is seriously degraded throughout the past couple of years that my wife and I have been residents, and I know that there's others that have been residents back there way longer. It seems that it's, it's going to continually degrade from a lack of maintenance. I understand that this is county road. I get that. I'm asking you guys to work with the county and see if there's a resolution that we can come up with, or you guys can come up with, to do something better with that road. After the residents had voiced their complaints, Mayor Tom Smith said he would talk to the county commissioners, but he said he may not have a good answer for the residents. In the next year, it's not going to be going any place right. because everything's on a budget, and there's right. no money in our budget right now to fix that road. 
There were two other local news items of note that did not make the paper, but that you can find on republictimes.net. At the Waterloo School Board meeting Monday night, the board okayed a two-year contract that makes ag teacher Tim McDermott a Waterloo High School assistant principal. McDermott will take over the position that was most recently held by Alan Gini, but the position has been left vacant for a year because of the pandemic. Waterloo Superintendent of Schools Brian Sharon said this when recommending Tim McDermott to the school board at Monday's meeting. Proud to recommend Tim McDermott to, to fill that position. I'm, I'm sure you all know Tim, but just for the record, he's been a teacher in this district for a long time, and ag teachers brought a lot of great publicity to our ag program. Um, and he's someone that uh, our teachers and administration and, and our community has grown to love and respect over over the years. And we're proud to uh, recommend him for this advancement in his career. In Columbia, the city council decided to allow for outdoor dining for another 60 days. The ordinance permitting eating outside at restaurants lasted only until phase four of the state's reopening plan. And we are now in the bridge phase, so that's why the city had to update its rules. The busy sports seasons are getting closer to wrapping up, but there was still plenty of action over the last week. In girls' soccer, Waterloo was unbeaten in its last four matches, outscoring opponents 16-0 during that stretch. In a drizzling rain, Waterloo High School beat Columbia 1-0 on Monday night in a close game. Waterloo is now 7-5-2 on the season. Columbia is 7-6 after that loss. The Eagles won their previous three games, including a 3-0 victory over Jabot Catholic High School last Thursday. Jabot is 4-7-1 and has games on Thursday and Friday this week. On the baseball diamond, Columbia, Jabot, and Valmeyer are all looking to finish above 500 as they enter the home stretch of the season. Columbia's squad is 9-8 after going 2-2 in the last week. Jabot is 8-8 after beating Valmeyer's 5-1 on Friday. In that game, Ryan Bollinger threw another complete game for the Hawks. He is now 3-2 on the season with a 1.57 ERA and four complete games. The Pirates are 7-7 after going 2-1 in the last week. Jacob Rold is 3-3 with a 3.59 ERA for the Pirates and is leading the team in hitting with a 421 batting average and 16 runs scored. Waterloo's baseball team is 4-15 now after losing five straight games, while the Dupo Tigers are 2-8 following a win over Wood River on Friday. To go back to girls' sports, the Valmire softball team is flying high. The Pirates are 7-3 on the season after shellacking the Dupo Tigers 13-0 on Monday. Aspen Schmidt, who threw a one-hitter in that game, is also hitting 500 with 7 doubles and 14 runs to lead Valmire's offense. Columbia's softball team is also playing well, but its four-game winning streak came to an end Monday when the Eagles lost 15-0 at home to Freeburg. Still, the team is 11-7. Waterloo's softball squad is also above 500 with a record of 10-8. The team went 14 innings against the unbeaten Highland squad Monday night before finally falling 2-0 in extras. Waterloo managed only 4 hits and was struck out 20 times, but the Bulldogs did manage to strike out 11 opposing batters of their own. Dubot's softball team is 0-6 and Dupo's is 1-7. Well, that wraps it up for this week's episode of This Week in Monroe County. As always, visit republictimes.net or get a copy of the Republic Times to read more about everything we discussed in today's show and more. If you have any feedback for us, including things you like about the show, things you'd like us to include, any technical issues, you know, if the sound is bad or anything like that, 
please email us to james at republictimes.net. That's J-A-M-E-S at republictimes.net. And of course, if you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe in your podcast app and tell us a friend about us as well. Tune in next week as we discuss the stories from the May 26th edition of the RT. Until then, have a great week.